following episode of Humble and Fred is brought to you by GigSky, the Retirement Sherpa, the Chambers Plan, Bodog, Health Gauge, Canna Cabana, Doer, and our newest sponsor, GoDaddy. Hello, I'm Toronto Mike, producer of Humble and Fred. Fearless Fred Kennedy is a well-known radio personality on Toronto's Q107. But prior to that, he was on CFNY 102.1 The Edge. He's also really into comic books. Shortly after his arrival from Edmonton, he appeared on Humble and Fred. Joining Humble and Fred for this conversation is Kelly Catrera. Let's listen. Uh, we're going to give uh, Fearless Fred a call. and uh, He didn't email me that. back, so I hope he's there. Yeah, so He can't hear this right no, now, No, he can't. Uh, what do you think is going on with this beat? we got to play with this. Because I, I should just hit it and it should go. All the uh, transition music today from our friends 54 Brown is going to be on the show. And also, uh, Kelly has a couple of very interesting news stories, one of which you may have heard a little bit about, the uh, gay penguins. And uh, uh, Peter, yes, we're sir. going to do a little heritage moment uh, oh, with yes, Uncle Vince. We went deep for this one. Though, really? Yeah, buddy. Um... I guess uh, I guess it was a couple years ago. I was walking by the edge at Young and Shooter, and I look in, and there's this young feller in there, all festooned with tattoos. And I said, "I walk in and say hello to that man." And that was uh, Fearless Fred. I've done it a few times too. He's and we've been great. best best friends. Here. <laughs> That's right, gracious young man. Hello, Fearless Fred. Hi, Freddie. Hello, sir. Wow, that's a fabulous mm. phone line we got. Killer, Fred. Yes, would you like me to call you back on a landline? No, no, no that sounds great. Man. No, it's it's unbelievable. No, oh. but Howard and I were in uh, to see you a couple of weeks ago, and again, very impressed. Um, you're enjoying doing the afternoon drive there at uh, at your edge. Oh yeah, man. Well, it's great. It I don't know. It, it's kind of like the dream to be working in Toronto. So for me, it's a pretty huge deal. That was our first time we mentioned to you that day that while well, Freddie had been in the building before, my first time in that building uh, at uh, the Queen's Key or the edge at the Key. Corners Key. Corners Key. Sandy Beach. <clears throat> and uh, we had quite a long discussion that afternoon, you and I and Freddie and our buddy Jason Agnew, who was one of the original producers at Mojo. And, you know, any we were sort of talking about the state of radio. So you, you were like me. You came from out west, smaller market. You came to Toronto. So let's start off by asking you, like, is Toronto all you thought it would be, or is it just another, when you're in a, when you're in a room doing broadcasting, is this like anywhere else? Well, you know, when you're in the room, it's just like anywhere else. Uh, but the glory about Toronto is that no matter what you say, somebody's going to disagree with you. It's fantastic. So, like, when I came here, I, I, I thought it was going to be this, like, you know, this big, accepting... Uh, slightly left of center mecca of awesome, and it's really just like any other place in the world. Right. I mean, I don't think I got as much hate when I went to Lloydminster as I did when I got to Toronto. And Lloydminster, well, it's like 
It's like Tatooine. It's an awful, awful place. <laughs> but, you know, don't take that personally because the edge or CFNY has always been like that. Whenever new people come in, they have to go through that because oh, yeah. the listeners think that they own it. It's theirs, and nothing should ever change. And Howard went through that when he became the morning man in 1989. Yeah, it was, it was a really interesting tradition, because I thought I was going to a radio station, but in actual fact, I was going to the spirit of radio. And I'll tell you the truth, Freddie, it took me a while to appreciate just what uh, Fred Patterson said, that there was an ownership that people have felt about that signal all through the many changes. Even to today, people have an affinity for Edge 102 in a way that they don't have for CHFI. And I def- anyone to say that's not true yeah I, th- I think it's it's like a classic case of everyone always remembers things being better than they were like they it's like they seem to focus on the negative now but when they look back they always look on the positive so it, wherever you go no matter where you've been things are never as good as they used to be that's what people are always saying all the time that's just human nature. I mean, uh, Dean Blundell went through the same thing. I mean, at, when he took over for us. I mean, I remember having conversations with Dean and Jason that it's rough out of the gate because we had left and people just, if they don't feel comfortable or familiar, uh, right, it becomes negative. Well, the same thing happened to us because even yeah. though there was a bit of a gap between uh, Pete and Geets and Humble and Fred, probably a couple of years, we were the first sort of whatever morning show that they were promoting as the new thing and i, I got that we both got a little bit of that mm-hmm. uh you know you're not pete and geats and i mean people were mad at me for working with you exactly and people well, because <laughs> part of that was because are you i can't believe you're working with a hebrew um but uh dean dean spent the first 18 months at that radio station basically apologizing for not being us and then after a while you sort of find your own voice what i want to get back to though is moving from edmonton i know what the sort of western canadian scene is a little bit like were you nervous coming to Toronto and then in retrospect you look back and some of your friends from Edmonton I'm sure say the same thing like oh you know is is everything great there in the big city and you're like nah it's pretty much the same radio stations are the same wherever you go well I think you know it's it's funny you you say that because it's very much true like I know a lot of friends that are out west and they have this idea that that they want to work in TV they want to take radio and they want to branch out and do other things and they have this notion that well if you come to Toronto it's this magical sea of opportunity but you know, you've got just as much opportunity out there, and if you're too lazy to get off your ass and do something out there, it's not going to just fall into your lap here, because here, there's just countless other people that are all trying to do the same thing here. So, you know, it was it was intimidating for me, but, you know, I, I knew that if I didn't do it, I, I, would, I would regret it forever, because there's nothing worse than when you don't take an opportunity and you see someone come along behind you and really exploit that opportunity and do really well, and you're always like, ah. Oh. But, you know, Freddie, the same token, if I may just say, too, there were lots of people I met when I worked in Calgary and, and Vancouver and even Moose Jaw that made a nice life for themselves. There's, you know, Heritage Morning Guys in Edmonton and all those places are having a nice time. Uh, my, my point is you don't have to move here, you know, because it's where the big radio stations are. Because no. I'll tell you what, there's so many talented people. Paul Brown in Edmonton, Jerry Forbes in Calgary, lots of good guys out there that could easily work in this market but chose not to, you know, to their credit. You know, there's a guy in Winnipeg who's actually was a huge, like, I can't even begin to explain how big of an influence on me he Ace was. Burpee? His name's Ace Burpee. Yep. Ace Burpee is when I What's talk his real to name? kids in broadcast. That's his real name, Ace Burpee. <laughs> yeah, no, his real name. I don't want to say his real name, but... But he's an amazing part broadcaster. Fake and part of it's real. How about that? Fred, I know him. He's an mm-hmm. amazing broadcaster. I think he's one of the most talented people in the country. And, and it's like, 
he he had an opportunity to come to Toronto. This was like years and years and years ago, and he didn't because he wanted to own Winnipeg. And I think that you can be you can be successful in Toronto, and that's great. But Toronto, you're, you're always on the back burner, no matter how big you are. There's always something else that's bigger. There's always something going on. Whereas in Winnipeg, he is it. You know, he owns the market. Everyone knows who he is, and. There's really something to be said for that when you own a place, you know? It's interesting what you say, too, about working hard, because Howard and I always said that to our interns who would come through. I mean, how, how many interns would we have in, and they would get up a couple of mornings at 5 a.m., and then we wouldn't see them again? And it was those who kept working hard and decided they wanted to make their mark and get up every day for no money, who became something, and there's one sitting at this table right now. So the opportunities there, again, if you want to work really hard. And, Fred, the irony is now, um, fearless Fred, that we're, now we're all working for nothing <laughs> and we're all getting up every morning and we're coming in and we're getting each other coffee and i'll go to the printer you get the milk and i'll get the, it's just it, you know what it's just a wonderful thing but it's just wonderful but fred broadcasting's fantastic i can't yeah. recommend it enough to the children today yeah. fred you're doing some tv though here in tarani yeah 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 man i'm i'm doing stuff with teletune and it's you know it, it's pretty cool for me because the the studio that i shoot in was actually the same studio that they used to shoot the zone in with pj freshville mm-hmm. and that to me was like one of the hugest deals ever i was so really excited are you are that. you like uh doing uh st- i haven't seen it are you doing stuff in between the cartoons and things yeah it's really just interstitial stuff and, and but it, it's a foot in the door you know and and Great. and it's always a learning experience because there's definitely different skill sets and different ways of executing stuff on television and there's also a big team aspect like you screw up a break in the studio you screw up a break in the studio it doesn't mean anything but you screw up a break on tv you've got like 10 people in that room that are all depending on you to get your job done so you know i'll tell you that leave, so. it's a really smart thing to do because over the years i took some jobs that some radio people didn't think i i should have on television mainly just to learn how to do it you know i took a, i had a, i hosted a kids tv show for a while i did that sock show and a, you know and i did a lot of things where just to add to the experience of television because for a lot of radio people it's tough for them to make the transition just for what you said fred and i have always had a lot of people on our radio team and so it's a bit more like television but in television there's a bunch of people that have to be on their game for you to to, for you to make that little thing that you're doing work and i would listen whether you say it's just a foot in the door it's a great foot in the door because it'll lead to some other stuff because people will see that you've got those skills yeah man and 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 it's 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 interesting because you, you, you kind of feel like you're a bit of a lone wolf doing radio, but like sometimes it's like somebody else screws up and, it, and, and you've got to do things over again, and it's not your fault, but you, you can either freak out about it and, and be a baby, or you can just grow up. It teaches you really to work with other people, and I think that that's a really important skill to have. Just being mm-hmm. not a douche is kind of important. So you're, you're comfortable in Toronto now? Yeah, oh you yeah. Feel like this uh, is it's, home. It's good. We 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 we're living out in the bustling metropolis of Ajax. I take the Go train. I'm a commuter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's good. I love it. Uh, you know, people complain about in Toronto. One thing that I really found when I moved here is people complain about the the subway system and the public transit system and say that it's awful. It's like go to another place and ride their subway system in Canada. Don't go to like New York or London or Paris or something. Right. But Try going to like a place like Edmonton, where to get from one end of the city to the other takes over two hours yeah. using transit. 
Whereas here, it's like, wow, the GO train, the subway, it's great. I love it here. Fearless told me a story, I guess the first time we met, that when you first started at CFNY, a lot of people thought you were me who had returned to the edge. <laughs> yeah, because we sound so similar. Well, that's mm. right. What a disconnect. Fred Patterson comes back to do Afternoon Drive at the Edge. I, I bought it. <laughs> In fact, hey, Fred, uh, the first time I heard I went, wait a yeah. second. Fearless, yeah. Now he's calling himself Fearless Fred? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's, a new, it's a new revamped version. Okay, dude, now mm-hmm. here, here's the time to get a little honest. Uh, so the podcast here at HumbleAndFredRadio.com is up. And by the way, I failed to mention this in the opening that our buddy Mike Boone, the legendary Toronto Mike, has put up a uh, how to download this tutorial on our website if you want to go check it out. And I understand, uh, actually, now that I think of it, isn't there a little history, Fearless, between you and the legendary Toronto Mike? No, no, there's no history. He just hates me and he wants doesn't to die hate or you. He doesn't want you to die. <laughs> Just, well, like, I don't know. I, I I went on the website when I was first hired, and it was basically like, it felt like a, a rallying cry to, like, bring me down. And, and it's frustrating because I think people really forget that we're human beings. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it was frustrating because there were people that were, like, really going out of their way to make this difficult. And I don't think they understand that, at that time, there was a lot of family problems going on in my life as well. So it it was really, really frustrating because I was dealing with things on a personal family side, dealing with moving, dealing with a new job, and it I, I can't I, I I can't I can't express how frustrating it was. I I would never. I would never treat anybody like that. It, it, it's 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 frustrating. It really it, it sucks, you know. And you and, know, if you if he's the kind of guy, he's been a friend of ours for years. He's the kind of guy that if you guys met, you would like him, and he'd like you. But the thing I, is, I, I wouldn't want to meet him. Like, but, oh, I, I don't I, I don't want to like act like I, I, I wish bad things on the guy. But I, I I have no inclination to ever speak to the guy or or anything. He's going to love this. But, but Fred, he's one of those guys that thinks he owns the edge. He's a yeah. part owner, and nothing's supposed to change. <laughs> Hang hey, on, well, Fred. It, Kelly, it, wa- Kelly Gutierrez wants it, to it, say it, something. It's different for me because when, when, when I started, I was, people were like using this to track down my wife. Oh, they were wow. sending Photoshop pictures of her to her, and it was all started through that website. Like, oh, it gets wow. me really frustrated. Like, well, and they, they don't that, that attitude is is sickening to me. It's, it's really frustrating, and I'm I'm getting like hello fearless. I'm getting flustered about it because it, it that was that was real life. That's a line that's been crossed. Wow, he's getting into real well, life. I'm glad right to now. hear There's this a lot from you. on the Humble and Fred show this morning. Fred, it's Kelly Catrera. Hello, um, Kelly I, uh, I took over for May Potts. Try doing that, my friend. <laughs> Sweetest woman in the world. And then I took over on the edge for her. And that was tough. But I'll tell you, Mike Boone, Toronto Mike, I got, if you can trust anyone, trust me, he's a good guy. Met him when, he, when I first came into the Humble and Fred headquarters. And I'll tell you, I actually, uh, this maybe is a plea to Mike Boone. If you could just start writing nasty stuff about me, anything on the website, <laughs> I would kill for a job right now. I mean, nasty. Just but I, I want to say, you're getting paid to broadcast. And I, and I love Mike. I spoke to him on the way in today. But I'll say this about what Fred's saying: if people don't realize because we both, Freddie P and I, have had some horrible things written about us. That yellow board, sure. that that radio board, Fred. 
You know, oh. they, they, they said some things. There was a whole blog in the early days of blogging, a whole blog dedicated to basically mocking Fred and I every day, and it used to drive us nuts. You know, it's, that, that stuff's fine, though. Like, to me, like, you, you expect that. I mean, you could go online and find, like, websites dedicated to deriding Charles Adler, who's one of the most successful broadcasters in Canada, and that's fine. Like... I'm totally no, but these guys okay, were saying they were saying some personal stuff, and it got yeah, really, really ugly line for a while there. And, and but we put ourselves out there. Like, well, we yeah, really put ourselves out there. I don't put my there. wife out there. No, no, no. That's but, not about. It's not. It's not like that. It, it's. It's. It's the same as when you see like paparazzi like attacking somebody outside of the school when they're picking up their kids. I mean, maybe somebody who's on a talk show or something signed up for that, but their kids didn't. That's not fair. Well, that's, it, that's stupid. And. And when people try and defend that kind of behavior, it just it, it it promotes it. People think that that's okay. And generally speaking, the people that are doing that are so desperate to belong to it. They're really just trying to right. attach themselves to it. But, I, I know what you're saying because uh, we did a promotion at uh, Mojo. Uh, it was a father, which and was a great station. And and absolutely, when I was when I was a young lad starting in broadcasting, you guys were like icons to me because of what you were doing. I think, think Fred's gone crazy because yeah. there's no commercials. No, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You're right. Mojo was a great. I mean, Mojo should still be alive to this day. But that's besides the mm. point. Remember, we did the father and son thing. So the trip, uh, the idea was, you want a trip with your dad to come with Fred and his dad to Florida to see a football game, a hockey game, mm. a basketball game. And I remember on that Dumbledore FUD board, somebody wrote, what's worse than going on a trip with Fred Patterson? Going with Fred and his dad. Aww. Oh, yeah. Ah. yeah. yeah. And the thing is, to me, that was over the line. Oh, yeah. I, could well, take it. The, yeah. The thing, I don't care what people say about me. Like, mm. It doesn't bug me when people talk about me. Okay, Fred, I, I, here's the thing I want to talk. Just wrap up here in the last couple of minutes. We've got 5440 coming up. Kelly's got the news. We're going to play a couple of Heritage Moments, or at least one. Fred, what are people... Here's the important thing. Mm-hmm. What are people saying about Humble and Fred? <laughs> that's, that's all very, that we... No, no. S- start from the beginning. What's the buzz? Go, go building. Go industry. Go. Well, a lot of my friends that are big followers of Toronto Radio are, are fans of the podcast, so yeah. that's good. Yeah. What um, about what about inside Chorus Key? What's going I down? I don't know because I don't really talk to a lot of people aside from like the promo people and my PD. Yeah. But I, I don't. I'm, I, I don't know. All right. I talked to. I talked to. I can't really mention. What about his the name. people in the coffee shop? Wait a second. You talk to who? I talked to one of the people who's like above me like farther above and he said he was really excited to listen to it but i can't mention his name that's fine because like this is my meal ticket i got a baby now i gotta feed him no that's right oh was it ross winters or above him above okay ross winters is a great guy he's the pd at the edge right now and he was he was a lot of help to me in peterborough all forever be indebted to ross uh fearless fred listen man uh, we would love to have you on uh, another time when you come maybe you can come in and you know hang yeah. out during the actual tell you what, i'll tell you when i'm on vacation and then i yeah. can come in yeah buddy well we appreciate it fearless fred on uh, afternoon drive now at edge is it still the edge are you guys calling it that yes yeah, 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 edge 102 on the edge all right god man. i was all emotional today i feel like a i loved dude. it no dude that's exactly what we want we're gonna and we'll put it up today fearless fred freaks out <laughs> <laughs> take care buddy you have a good one dude thanks bud remember years ago they went from 102.1 the edge to 
Edge 102, and oh, they yeah. paid some people tons of money to switch to Edge 102, and it was a disaster. All people said was, what happened to the Edge? It was hard to remember, too, because I came in at that time, yeah, was, and you wouldn't know what to say at the end silly. of the song. Why are you some doing stations. Uh, you know, if we had more time right now, maybe on another show we should talk about just the... You know, there's some stuff we put out there that is fair game, but when they talked about your dad that time or mm-hmm. on that little Dumble and Fud thing where they would mention, you know, us per- things about us personally that weren't really part yeah. of the sort of landscape of uh, fair game. You've been listening to Fearless Fred on Humble and Fred. I'm Toronto Mike. I produce Humble and Fred. If you want to hear more of me, I host a podcast called Toronto Mike'd. If you go to torontomike.com and click Notable Guests at the very top, you can cherry-pick an episode and just check it out, see what you think. There are plenty of Humble and Fred episodes to choose from. There's almost a thousand in total, so knock yourself out. Thanks for listening. Peace and love. This episode of Humble and Fred was brought to you by Gig Sky, the Retirement Sherpa, the Chambers Plan, Bodog, Health Gauge, Canna Cabana, Doer, and our newest sponsor, GoDaddy. For Humble and Fred, I'm Dan Duran. And don't forget, live shows return on Valentine's Day. How romantic. <laughs>